This season covers a murder that occurred in Jacksonville, Florida in 2007. All crimes are alleged, and everyone is innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. Journalist Bridget Murphy did a series of articles for the Florida Times Union in 2009 on a woman named Vicki Green. It was a harrowing account of her being shot in the face by someone who was never caught after leaving a boarding house where she lived one morning in early 2007. Vicki was in the throes of addiction. She was headed out in search of drugs when an unidentified man got out of a car, pointed a gun at her, and shot. Vicki Green was unrecognizable when she arrived at Shan's hospital, with half of her face blown off. Her daughter, Jessica Green, had been getting ready for work when her grandfather called to tell her what happened. She was devastated, as any daughter would be. Jessica was raised by her grandparents after her mother left her and her sister in their care, knowing that she couldn't provide for them in a way that would keep them safe and well taken care of. The same year that Vicki Green survived being shot in the face, her daughter Jessica was murdered. Jacksonville, 911. Yes, um... We have a situation. You have a situation. What's going on? What's the address? I need uh, the address. Is that a house, apartment, or a trailer? That's a house. That's not a good address. Well, uh, what's the name of the street? I know it's off 106. I mean, 107. What's the name of the street, Mike? Because it was a. We think we, somebody got shot. Well, I need to know where you're at, sir. Okay. Are you on uh, Hogan Head Lane? Let me see. I'm walking to the end. Imagine being at a friend's house late at night, someone that you haven't known all that long, and then suddenly they're shot during a burglary attempt, and then you're calling 911? Uh, dang, it ain't no street sign. You don't even know the address. And that's what hey, he's doing man. right now, running around, trying to figure out how to tell the police where he is. I'm not looking at her mail. How about, what's the street number? You said uh -huh. Off 107th Street. Who got shot? A girl. They bust through the door. And she's laying on, on the ground. A friend said he heard a gunshot. Why'd he shoot her for? We don't know. Where her mail at, dog? What's your name? Yes. Is that a house? Yes. Your phone number? Where'd he shoot her? In the head? Where? We don't know. Okay, sir. Do you know who shot her? No, we don't. We just know it was a, a guy. Is the guy known to the people that live around there? No, we don't. We don't. We didn't see it. We just saw him running. Okay, so you haven't been in the house? I'm in the house now. Okay. Is she in the house? Yes. Where in the house is she? In, in, in the bedroom. Okay. Where has she, she been shot? It was she been shot at, man. Was it a white man that you saw running or a black man? Was it a black man? Yeah. Yes, it, it was a black man. Hey. Is she breathing? Can you tell if she's breathing? Hey, is she breathing, Mike? Were you there at the house when this happened? No, my friend was. Okay, where's your friend? Right here. What am I? He right here. Put him on the phone. You want to talk to me? Hello? Yes, how do you know this man that shot her? Yeah, I, 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 all I know was two black guys. One of them had like a bandana over his face. Why did they shoot her for? 
I don't, I, sir, I don't even know. All I know we were just laying down, and then all, heard was, all we heard was the dope kick in, and then two guys came in and just shot her. I was surprised. I don't know why they didn't shoot me. I don't even know who they is. Were they white men or black men? They black. You never seen them before? I never seen them before, sir. Where is she breathing? No, she dead. Where was she shot? I look like the chest, but she bleeding out the mouth. Okay. Rescue's on the way to you, okay? All right, thanks. All right, bye-bye. By the age of 18, Jessica Green was working and living on her own. But prior to that, she had at least one encounter that spoke to what she had overcome and endured in order to get there. I originally received Jessica's name on a list of other names of victims associated with a man named Andre Lowitcher. Three women are alleged to be missing because of him. He's already been convicted in one of those cases, and if you listened to the previous season, you know all about him. After listening to this season, I think you'll understand why I wanted to separate out Jessica's case from the others. At 13 years old, Jessica found herself in an apartment with another 13-year-old and multiple adult males. Andre Witcher was one of those men, and his actions on that occasion would result in a conviction of lewd and lascivious battery on a minor. Another male present was also charged. Five years later, Jessica would be murdered and her case is still unsolved. A multi-agency task force looking into the crimes of Andrela Witcher would look at Jessica's case along with the cases of the missing women to see if there was any possibility that he was involved in Jessica's case. Unfortunately, in her case, the information is scarce. There was one witness present. You'll hear from him. There was a vague description, and there was a tip that resulted in three persons of interest all with criminal records, all incarcerated on other matters. But there's not enough to establish any of them are the perpetrators in this case. So what Jessica needs is our help. She needs someone with information to come forward. Bridget Murphy's article describes Jessica as a girl who had, quote, blossomed into a headstrong beauty who downplayed her smarts when teachers tried to send her to a gifted class. Jessica also struggled with her identity growing up as the only black person in a white family, and as a little girl who had never met her daddy. School was difficult for Jessica. The article notes that other girls called her Oreo and shamed her for the attention that she got from boys. Jessica quit school and tried an array of jobs, but by 18 managed to get a bank job and custody of her then 12-year-old sister, who had been in foster care. The Florida Times Union published a letter Jessica had written to her younger sister. In part, the letter read, I want you to understand that it is very hard for me to raise a young lady when I'm just a young lady myself. I know you don't quite get it right now, but in a few years, you will come to grips with what I gave up to save you. We are bonded by blood. That's a sacred bond that nobody can take away. Blood is thicker than anything. Don't you ever forget it. At 2.05 a.m., officers were dispatched to 5620 Hollinghead Lane on the west side of Jacksonville in Duval County. The weather was hot and humid that night, exactly the type of weather that fiction writers use to set the stage of an impending violent interaction. Moods are rarely made better by the gnawing, sweaty heat that September in Florida brings. When first responders arrived, they saw a single-story tan concrete block house, which was accessed from a dirt road off 107th Street. The exterior lights were on, and the small house had a carport to the left of the front door, as did the only other two houses just down that same dirt road. 
each the same exact color and layout as the first. Not a single thing distinguishing one from the next, as if they had been placed there on a Monopoly board. There were three cars parked on the front lawn, and a Chevy Blue Impala was parked under the carport. Two males exited the front door with their hands up when the first officer arrived. Cursory questions were asked, and then they were detained and placed in separate patrol vehicles. 21-year-old Michael was the only person with Jessica when this occurred. He said they recently had begun dating after meeting at a party just a couple months earlier. He said he and Jessica had been together in bed, she was asleep, and he was watching a movie. When they heard a loud bang, which sounded like someone had kicked in the front door, they both sat up, but he remained in bed, and Jessica got up to check on the noise. He heard her scream, and then she ran back into the bedroom and jumped on the bed. Following closely behind her was a black male who was wearing a black bandana. He stopped in the doorway and yelled freeze, then fired in the direction of Jessica. Michael said that she fell onto the floor on the side of the bed and he rolled down on top of her. He told police that he thought that there were two suspects inside the house, but he only saw one of them, who he described as, in his 20s, 5'8 or 5'9, chubby with medium brown skin and a low haircut. He was wearing a t-shirt, a black baseball cap, and a black bandana covering the lower part of his face. The two men that had exited the house, Michael and Sedale, were brought down to the police station and put in a room together, left alone. There's no talk between the two after the officer leaves. They both look upset and nervous, and they're tapping their feet incessantly. Sedale puts his head down on the table. Michael has his elbows in his lap, and he leans over with his shoulders hunched. He doesn't have a shirt on, he's just wearing shorts, and Sedale is in shorts and a tank top. Both men appear young and slight, and what I see most when I look at them is vulnerability. After about 20 minutes, an officer comes in and takes Sedale out of the room, and Michael is left alone. Five minutes later, two officers come in to interview Michael. statement. Um, before we speak with you, I'm going to advise you your constitutional rights, okay? doesn't mean you're under arrest. It just means that we don't know exactly what happened in that apartment yet, okay? So uh, we don't know what direction this is going to go in, so we need to cover, cover our bases and read your rights, okay? Do you understand that? Do me a favor. Read this very top line out loud for me so I can hear it. You have the following rights under the United States Constitution. Okay. I'll go ahead and read the rest to you. If there's something you don't understand, just, just let me know and I'll explain it to you, okay? You do not have to make a statement or say anything. Do you understand that? Okay. Anything you say can be used against you in court. Do you understand that? You have the right to talk to a lawyer for advice before you make a statement or before any questions are asked of you and to have a lawyer with you during any questioning. Do you understand that? If you cannot afford to hire a lawyer, one will be appointed for you before any question if you wish to understand that. If you do answer questions, you have the right to stop answering questions any time and consult with the lawyer. Do you understand that? Okay. Just to, just to prove that I read these to you and that you understand them, if you can initial these lines and then sign right there by the X, again, it's just stating that I read those rights to you and you understand them. through this slower. Well, let me ask you this. Why, why, why did you say you thought those guys were in the house earlier? 
she had to know him because for him to for them to just bust in the door and just shoot it like that, I ain't never seen been through nothing like that. And then not for them to shoot me because I don't know him. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm just there. I ain't expect nothing like that to happen. Right. All I heard was somebody just busting the door, like kick the door down, and she got up, and then she checked the door. And by the time she could even make it to the door, they had ran her back in the room, saying freeze, and then shot her dead. Okay. Well, we're gonna walk. We're gonna. Go through this a little slower than okay. than we did out there. Okay, the um, I understand you said that you met Jessica. Yes, about a month and a half, two months ago. At a party. At a party. Where was this party at? The first it was two of them. The very first one was at my friend's that he works with us. His name is Tori. He's in Argyle, and oh. he threw a little house party. What's Tori's number? It's in my cell phone. I don't know about her, but I know it's four zero zero something. But it's in my cell phone. Okay. And he lives in Argyle? Yes, sir. Okay. And so you met her there originally? Yes. Okay. Well, that's why I very first met her, but I wasn't really, like, really talking to her, but that's why I very first met her. All right. And then when's the next time you saw her? At a party, at a hotel party in Orange Park. Whose party was that? The same guy's tour. Tory? Yes, sir. Okay. And then he had a second party? Yes. Okay. Um... And apparently, you guys sort of hit it off. You started talking after that. Talking, yeah. In in the month and a half, two months, how often have you seen her? She used to she come up to the. I work see because I work at Walmart. She'll come down like shopping and you know, I like say hey to her mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But as far as me to the house, probably like twice, okay. two or three times, something like that. Okay. And you work at the Walmart on one hundred third. On one hundred third. Okay. The Let's talk about today. What did you do today? I had went in for a little bit. To work? Mm-hmm. Okay, what time did you work? Two o'clock. In the afternoon? Yes. Okay. So you spent the night at your house last night? Mm-hmm. I don't ever spend the night at her house. Okay. But, okay, last night you spent Yes, I was at her house. And at two o'clock you worked, right? Yes. Okay. But I didn't, but I couldn't clock in because it turned out I was supposed to be off, so I left. And then that's when she called and she was like, well, come chill with her for a little bit. So I went over there and chill. So you didn't really work. You went yeah, in. Yeah, I, I went in. You went in at 2 o'clock. You weren't, you, did you think you were scheduled and you got mm -hmm. it wrong? I, yeah, I read the schedule wrong. Okay. I, so, and then you called her or she called She called her? me. And she was like, well, I was doing stuff like that. So I was like, because I, I was at this time, I was at my friend's house. So she was like, well, come over there later on. So I was like, all right. Okay. So, so what time do you, what time do you go over there? I got over there by about six, seven. It was somewhere around that time. All right. All right. So you get there, and you drive, which car is yours? The Monte Carlo. Okay. Um, and that's parked, like, all the way to the right. To the right. Why, why is it that you parked over there? Because at that time, it was already two. Her Blue and Paula was in the driveway. Right. Then her friend named Quita, her truck was died. She was there, too. Quita? Yes. Okay. And then Sidel car was there, then my car. Okay, I gotcha. I gotcha. Whose silver car is that? In the, in that grandpa? Yeah. She says hers, but I think it's her um, boyfriend's who was in jail. Okay. Because he used to stay there. That, that was there too? The grandpa? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so help me understand, okay? This is the house, right? Mm -hmm. And this is the driveway, right? Okay, this is the house right here. And it's just a, this, this is the, the driveway? Yes. Okay. Her, her blue car is parked right here. Yes. Okay. And then, you know, like it's like a little side right here. Where mm -hmm. It's like a fence. Well, as I live, it looked like the fence door was open. Mm -hmm. And the dust where the truck was parked at. Then Sidel's car parked park right here. Then my car was parked right next to Sidel's. Okay. So yours is here. Sidel's right here. Then her blue and Paula right here. Well, the gray the, one's right here, right? Yeah, the, the, gray, the gray and Paula right here. Then her blue and Paula right here in the driveway. Mm -hmm. And then then the truck was like right here, like by the right side. Here. Okay. I got you. I understand. So you, you pull up in here, mm -hmm. and these two are already here. So Dale and yeah, they are already, already at the house. And help me out with the house. The It's two bedroom. Who, who's second bedroom? Who's That's her little sister's. That's her sister's? Yes. What's her sister's name? I don't forget. Quita know it. Because that's just her best friend. Where, where where's the sister now? Is she? I guess she at her mom's house because you know because Jessica that's her place. Right. And um, how old mom, is the sister? Thirteen, twelve, something. Like so that. she sometimes stay with her sister, mm -hmm. I guess. And then sometimes, mostly, she stay with her mom, or and she stayed by herself. 
No, the thirteen year old. Oh, she say I she used to I, she used to stay with Jessica from the what I know of, but okay. she wasn't that in. Okay, okay, I got you. So, when you get there, where is everybody in the house? When we first got there, it was just me, Jessica, Sarah, and Quita. We right. were just all in the bedroom, just watching TV. All in which bedroom? First, we was in the other room, where her sister's bedroom. We was mm-hmm. watching a movie, and then we moved the movie into Jessica's room because we didn't have no space in the bed, and that's where we was watching that DVD at, in Jessica's room, in the big bedroom where she got shot at. Okay. I'm and then we laid there for, for a while, then Quita left because her and Sadell had fell out, so then Sadell had ended up leaving. So then me and Jessica... Okay, all right, slow down. What time does Quita leave? I want to get this right. Just a little bit. Okay. I mean, and I'm not asking you for exact time. So around, like around, 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 around 10, 40 for something, 11 something. something okay. Like that. Okay. Quita, Quita and, and Sadell just haven't fallen out. I think it is. That's why she left. Because she kept saying Sadell a little boy and all that. So she got mad and she left. She, she was saying Sadell what? A little boy. They she was, was arguing. A little boy. Yeah. Okay. So she ends up leaving. So, so she ended up leaving. Okay. And then, and then, then what Sadell, he sat there for about another five minutes. And then he ended up leaving. So then that just left me and Jessica. Oh, and this is still around eleven o'clock. It's still around eleven o'clock. Okay. So you and Jessica are there, and what are, you said you're watching TV. He was watching that DVD that in that PlayStation. Okay. What what DVD? Black Snake Moan. Black Moan. Some movie she had me watching. Okay. So you're watching the movie? Yeah, Black, watching the movie. Black Snake Moan. Moan or something like that. Okay. Same as Jackson. Always got that. Always got that white girl chained up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You watching that? I seen that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't see the movie, but I, I seen the. She uh, had me watching the, com- the thing for it. The commercial part. Um. All right. So you guys are watching the movie, mm-hmm. and then what happens? Then we was watching the movie. She ended up dozing off. Then I ended up dozing off. Then all we heard was a boom. And she hopped up. All right, slow down. You hear a boom. Like somebody tried to kick the door in. Okay. And you guys are sleeping, right? Yes. We Yeah, by this time, so we not that. This boom wakes you up? Yes. Okay. So what's the first thing I wasn't that... Like, I wasn't full asleep, but I was like, deaf. She was full asleep. So the first thing we did was jumped up. Mm-hmm. And she hopped out the bed. Did she say anything? She didn't say nothing. Just she, hopped out the bed. Ju- she hopped out the bed. She just gave me this look like, like, did I hear that? Mm-hmm. So she hopped out the bed, walked to the dip, walked to the door, and by the time she, she can even make it to the door, by the time I can even hear her open the door. The bedroom door? Yeah. So the bedroom door was closed? No, she had, you know, she had, okay, yeah, it was at first until she opened the door to check to see who's out in the front door to see oh. who kicked in the door. Okay. So then by that time, Somebody, two guys, one with a bandana on his face, and there was another. I could like he was like around the cut, but I could I can't really see him. But mm-hmm. I seen the boy in the bandana because he came actually in the room, mm-hmm. and he said freeze. And by the time anything, I did like this. I didn't know what was going on. By the time anything, she he should just shot her, and she fell off the bed because she was on the left side of the bed and I was on the right side. Of the right, bed. Now, now, I'm gonna walk. So I understand this. All right, okay. Okay. This is the bedroom. So this is the door. Okay. Understand. Okay. Say it again. This is the this is the door to the bedroom. Okay. 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 Right. Here's the bed. Okay. And here's like the dresser. Okay. With the, okay. With the so she so she on this side. She's on this side, right? Yes, and I'm on this side. Okay. All right. So originally she gets up. She gets up, walk this way, has TV, walk to the door. Mm-hmm. By the time she can even make it to the front door. The boys came in the room mm-hmm. and, and said, freeze. And you said? And then I stopped. My, the TV still playing. And then he, she said, freeze. And then she hopped back in the bed started screaming. And All then right. he shot her. She fell off the bed. Oh, no, 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 slow, no, slow down. Slow down. Because you're, you're moving too fast, man. Mm-hmm. She jumps back on the bed. Does she run around here to jump on the bed? Or she just jumps out on the bed this way? She ran around and jumped on the bed. She ran around and jumped on the bed. Mm-hmm. So when she is shot, is she facing the door? Or is she facing the wall? She's facing the door. She's facing the door. Is she... Sitting in the bed, or is she lying in the bed? She was sitting up on the bed. Okay, and where were you? I'm still like this. Are you sitting? I'm sitting up. You sitting, sitting up? All right, your hands are in the air. Yes. And what is she saying or doing when she gets in N- the bed? She's just screaming. She's screaming. She just screaming. She's screaming what? Not just ah, just okay. that. Okay, I gotcha. She ain't screaming no words. Okay. The. And then what's the next thing that happens? And then after she did that, the boy shot her. She fell over right. and they ran out the room. They ran out the room. All right. How many gunshots you hit? One. Just one bullet. Just one shot. Just one single gunshot. Yes. Okay. 
and she is facing this way. Yes. Okay. So she gets shot. She falls off the bed. Yes. And then okay. the boys ran out the room. The, then that's what. Then that, by that time I had hopped them to come. Then I rolled up under the bed. And then I was just on her top of her, waking her. I didn't know she had got. Sh- I didn't even know she had got shot in that. Mm-hmm. I just, I just thought they just were shooting at her just to scare. Her. Right. And I kept saying, Jessica, Jessica, just get up. And she like she wasn't really talking, but she could like you could like tell she was like moaning, like she was like, like she was out of it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Jessica, get up. Turn over. I couldn't, I couldn't really see no gunshot, but then I seen like blood coming out of her mouth. Mm-hmm. I got scared and I hopped back in the cover. Me not knowing if the boys were still out front waiting for me to just walk out the room so they could shoot me. So I got scared. So I just started calling every number I could think of. Who'd you call? I called, well, I called 911, no signal. It just kept saying connecting. Like it wouldn't ever go through a ring. So you tried to call 911. Yeah. And it wouldn't connect. It wouldn't connect. So then I just, so then I'm sitting there saying, Jessica, Jessica, I'm still trying to wake up. So I called from her phone because her phone has um, signal. My phone can't get signal. What is her? phone look like? It's like a red phone, like a red phone that's like flip up, like okay. slide up. Alright, so you try calling 911 on that phone? And then it went, it went connect. So then I called, um, so they're from both of the phones. And he, um, he, I went, I couldn't get into him for t- quite some time neither. And then I text him, I said, I said, come over here. I said, um, Jessica just got shot. So then, um, I was like, hurry up, hurry so up. So you text him with whose phone? I, that's by my phone. I had found it. I found it. I got in contact with him, telling him that. But then he was like, "What happened? What happened?" Then I lost signal. So then I texted him saying, "Well, hurry up and come over here, cause I'm scared." I said, "Jessica just got shot." And then he called back from um, her phone, cause um, I had called him from her phone too. Lost signal, so I called back from my phone. Then I a little bit of the service time I did have with him. I like, come here, some two boys just came in and just shot Jessica. He like, swear to God. I like, I swear to God, hurry up, come over here. I'm scared. And he was like, "All right, well, I'm over. The, I'm on the way." So I was calling Cody. Let me me slow you down. You're Mm. talking way too fast for me. The, when you're calling 911 Mm -hmm. and you're calling Sedell, right? Mm -hmm. Where are you? I'm still right, still right next to Jessica, like over Jessica. With my head like this, seeing that they still over the... You're lying over Jessica. Where was her phone? Her phone was right next. First, her phone was on the bed, but then I took it down and put it right next to us to see at the call. But I didn't want, I didn't know if the boys was up front, so I was like calling while I'm right next to Jessica. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so you call 911. Mm-hmm. You call Sadell. Is mm-hmm. that the next person you call, Sadell? Yeah, Sadell or Quita. It was one of them. It was uh, one of the two, but I believe it was Quita. Because that's her best friend, and she had just loved. Okay. And. You're not able to get in touch with anybody except for Sadell. And I ended up getting in contact with him. But then he came back. And when he did come, we called 911. I said, well, have you tried to call 911? He was like, well, call 911 again. Because his phone gets good service. Mm-hmm. So we called 911. And then we were telling him the, the um, address of the house. We walked all the way up to the front to get the address of, on the mailbox or whatever. Then we came back. And the rescue people said, okay, rescue on the way. So then we sat there and waited. And then that's when the police came and handcuffed us. And when we sat there and waited for the, hope the rescue people to come. Okay, okay. The... Um you understand why they handcuffed you, right? Yeah, I understand. We were the last two people on the scene. Yeah, I mean, you know, she, yeah, she's dead and we don't know what happened. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. That's why we waited. We okay, no, I right. appreciate that. The, um, couple things. On t- there's a dresser mm-hmm. right here, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, there's a dresser here. On top of the dresser, there's a bullet. Okay. Do you know where that bullet came from? At that gun that they shot at. And we wouldn't we, I we th- not us thinking about touching it, but we the bullet was like somewhere like ducked off. So we hit we where like, well, what the, it was somewhere it was like by the dresser because the dresser was all the dresser wasn't light. Okay, it was a dresser right here it was by the bed. Right okay, and but it's like a little lamp thing right here. A night table, you mean? Yeah, okay. and all that but knocked over the place and by because I was looking for my keys and all that. It was all knocked down, okay. and that's where we seen that bullet at. So we put where where did you see the bullet? It was over the. It was like. He must have had five two times then because the bullet it was on the floor. It was, it was like ducked off on the floor, but you couldn't like really see. It was like somewhere like up under that lampshade. Okay, but it was on the floor. Yeah, it was laying right it on the floor. Put, put what'd, so, uh, what'd you do that? So yeah, well, y'all, well not us thinking, but we didn't, we wasn't sure what it was because we were like, so there, there was a bullet right there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you picked it up, so we yeah, we had it. both put it up so y'all could get to it. Okay. Okay. Did you see her gun? 
I, not to the point not to when she was dead because she was laying look like she was laying like on top of it mm -hmm. that's what because when we turned over we seen blood and then it was the girl sitting right there right that girl was sitting right there i guess she was trying to defend herself after the fact of what because i didn't even know to see she reached for the gun okay i just seen after the fact she was laying over after the time after the time she had got shot okay so you don't know if she got it before that's she was shot or after nope. the um The cell, uh, the cell phone. You okay. know where the cell phone ended up? Whose cell phone? Mine's or hers. Justin. It was on the floor. You just left it on the floor? I just left it on the floor. I ain't touched it. They had went dead. Her phone went dead? Mm -hmm. So you just threw it down? Mm-hmm. And then you were using yours? Then I started getting on back on my phone. Okay. The um, Did you ever leave that room? Nope. Not till the, till the other one came. Okay. When you left the room, did anything look odd to you in the house? Anything look like different? Somebody looked like somebody looked like they were trying to ramble through stuff. Like, like what? Like the dress, like the cabinets, look like they was open. Uh, look like that door, look like the cabinets the where? In the kitchen. Okay. Like, you can tell it like somebody like ravaging through stuff, like stuff that wasn't like normally like that before. Mm hmm. And stuff like that. Like they was looking for something. Okay. Yeah, I stayed in the room, but I stayed in the room the whole time because I was too scared. Did you hear them going through stuff? Not really. I mean, if, you know. Kitchen cabinets make a loud noise. You, you ever open? Mm -hmm. I mean, you open the kitchen cabinet. They they're pretty. They're pretty loud. Mm -hmm. Did you hear them going through the kitchen cabinets? I can't really. I couldn't tell if it was the kitchen cabinet, or not, but you could tell. I can hear like a whole bunch of like stuff like falling and shit like that. Being moved. I mean, excuse me. Like yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, you can curse. The um. All right. Now you need to help me out with this, okay? Right. And we're not here to get you in trouble. We're here to find out why okay. Jessica got killed. Yes. People don't force their way into people's house for no reason. You okay. understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, you live with your, you said your mama and your with grandma. What did your mama do for a living? Work at the post office. Okay. Where did, you, did your grandma work? She retired. Okay. So your mama makes a fair salary, Yes. but she's not rich. Just like, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm never, I'm never going to get rich. You know what I mean? As a policeman, okay? There is, I'm here to tell you that nobody is going to force your door open to get your mama's paycheck. That, that you, you know what I mean? Reason. Okay? Nobody's gonna force my door open, okay? Mm -hmm. In the middle of the night, there has to be a reason that they came to that house mm -hmm. tonight. I need you to tell me what that reason is. And I don't give, I, I don't give a crap, listen to me, I don't give a crap what it is, okay? She could be the biggest dope dealer in the city of Jacksonville, okay? I don't care. I'm gonna work this the same way as if she was it doesn't make you know you know she could be she could work for the city council or she could be a big she, she could be a dope dealer it doesn't matter to me the reason i'm asking the question is i need to know which way to which way to start looking if i ever had to guess i would say they had to do something to do be over her boyfriend that's in jail because she said that he used to deal or mm -hmm. something like that but i ain't never okay. seen I, I ain't never met the guy okay. or i ain't never seen none of the stuff what what's his name Antoine. She got his name tatted right on her bed. His Antoine? How is it spelled? A-N-T-W-A-N? He spelled A-N-T-O-I-N-E. O-I-N-E? Mm -hmm. You know his last name? I don't know his last name, but I know his nickname. She said his nickname Beard or something like that. Beard? Yes. Uh, and do you know she how got old that he is? And she got the name wrote like on her ceiling fan up front. What? Beard. Beard? Mm, okay. Yes. Um, do you know when he went to jail? I don't know that. And you, you, you said that you think or she told you that he slung dope out of that house? She told me. Okay. Do you know what he slung? I don't know all that. I ain't get into all that. Was it crack cocaine? Was it just a little bit of weed? Was it? She, I, I, if I had to guess, I would say white cocaine. Mm -hmm. But I ain't never get into all that because I feel like that wasn't none of my business. Okay. And you, <coughs> you think that silver car belongs to him? I think so. When you've been over there in the past... Has that car always been there? Mm-hmm. Okay. In the same spot? Yeah, same spot. It ain't never it's moved. It's never moved. No. Okay. okay. Um, and as far as you know, she doesn't do any slinging? Mm -hmm. How long has Antoine been in jail? I don't know how long he's been in there, but I know Mich remember telling me she he get out on the 11th. Of this month? Mm-hmm. Never do, you, do, you know, do you know why why he is in jail? Do you know what the why he is? in there for? I, don't know, I have no idea. No, yeah, matter of fact, yeah, I do. She said because he used to beat on her. He used to they used to get into it. So all like the time. a domestic battery. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Yeah, that is why he was in the hood. I remember telling me that too. Nigga, and he got out on eleven. That's on what she 11. told me. Okay. Because she was saying she was gonna hurry up and move out on the fifteenth before he got the. The chair, but now while, I don't know if while you, yeah. while you were there, you said you'd only been there a few times. I've been around. there like two, three times. Okay, the two, three times you've been there, mm-hmm. has there been people knocking on the door? Nope. Like, like looking for Antoine, maybe saying, you know what I mean? Like a serve or something. Like that. Yeah. You know, and no. her saying, "Hey, Antoine ain't here. He, he in jail or anything like that." Her phone used to ring, but I could, I wouldn't. I don't know who it, what it was or who it was. What would she? Like, what would the conversation be on the? She sound like she's dog be talk, sound like she'd be aggravated, like being like, "Stop calling me" or stuff like that. But mm-hmm. never like talking about drugs or nothing like that. Nothing like that. Okay, okay. Now I want to make sure, uh, and I asked you this over there at the scene. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that that we're on the same page here. Okay. The you've never been arrested before in your life. I've never been arrested before. Okay, you're 21. 21. Okay. It's perfectly legal for you to have a gun in in this country, okay? In this day. You are perfectly within your rights to own a gun, okay? Um, to, to keep a gun in your car as long as it mm-hmm. takes a couple of moves to get to it, okay? The only people that can't carry guns are convicted felons. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't carry it, like, in your pants and walk around with it. Mm-hmm. You'd have to have a, a permit for that. But you are perfectly legal to have a gun, have a gun in your house, have a gun. You understand what I'm saying? That, that's perfectly legal. Uh, I want to make sure that, that we're on the same page. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that this is not something other than what you're saying. Okay. And I'm going I'm to I'm explain a couple things to you. Mm. If, if I'm here in the office mm. and I decide I want to clean my gun, you know, mm-hmm. so I take it apart and I, and I clean it, okay? Now obviously, I can carry a gun. I'm allowed to carry a gun. Mm-hmm. Um, as are you, as is Sedell. Sedell's not a convicted felon. Mm-hmm. I ran his record, too, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, I put my gun back together, I'm checking it, and it goes off accidentally, okay? Mm-hmm. My partner, Detective Oliver, happens to be sitting in the desk next to me, and I shoot him accidentally. Did I do anything wrong? Am I, am, 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 am I, did I commit a crime? Yeah. What, what was, what's the crime? You shot him. Okay, what's the crime? You killed him, didn't you? Okay, what's the crime? Murder? No. If, if I'm cleaning my gun and it accidentally goes off, okay, that, that is an accident, okay? Mm-hmm. That's an accident, okay? Now, if Detective Oliver was sleeping with my wife and I, and, and, and I wanted to shoot him because of that, that's a that's crime. Right. Okay, you understand that? Mm-hmm. So that's different. It all goes to intent, okay? If I intend to shoot him, that's a crime. If I shoot him accidentally, it's not a crime. It's really, it's really simple, okay? Um, so I'm here to tell you that you are, are not a convicted felon, so you are allowed to have a gun, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Sedell is not a convicted felon, so he's allowed to have a gun, okay? Mm-hmm. If the shooting is an accident, mm-hmm. Nobody, nobody's criminally liable. Do you understand that? Okay. It's not a crime. No crime. Period. Okay. Okay. If it's an accident. Okay. What happens sometimes is we have people in here that get that get nervous. Something happens. They get nervous. They think that they're in trouble when they're not, and then they end up lying to the police. Okay. okay. That's when the trouble comes. That's when. Okay. That's when you you can get in trouble. Okay. Okay. So what I want to make sure before I leave this room. Okay. And we're gonna we're gonna say the same thing to Sadell, and then we're gonna process the, the scene. The okay. other half of our team's out there right now, okay. and they're processing the scene. Okay. And evidence is gonna show certain things. Okay. It's gonna show if she's sitting there, looking straight at this door and gets shot. Okay. okay. Then the bullet that enters her body should be somewhere in, in the front of her body. Okay. okay. Um, if she shot somewhere else, you know what I mean, then yeah. it, you know, you know, you, you know understand what like yeah. yeah, and I'm not, I'm not saying that, that you did anything. I'm, I want to make sure before I leave this room that this wasn't an accident and, you, okay. and you're too scared to tell us and you're making up this story. 
Right. You understand what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Okay. Is there anything else that you need to tell us before we walk out this room? That's it. Okay. You're certain that you had nothing to do with this? Right here. That's prime promise to you. Okay. But I just told you that's just how it went down from step, 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 step. Okay. And you can put a bottle right in my face. That's just how it happened. Get somebody kick that door in. She got up. I stood right in that bed. She kicked, went up and checked that door. By the time she made it to the door, two guys ran in, went with a bandaid on his face, said, freeze. I heard you the first time. You don't have to go through it again. <laughs> the problem I'm having, the thing I'm having a problem with, someone kicks my door. I'm going to arm myself with my gun before I go to see mm-hmm. who it is. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I'm. It's just gonna be an assumption to me that if they're kicking my door this time in the morning, mm-hmm. they they got they come in there with something Same. up their sleeve. One other thing: Have you been known her to carry big knives or anything like that? Mm-hmm. There's a real big knife in the kitchen. You know anything about that? You ever seen it over there on any other visit? I seen you, know, you talking about that little knife. It's like a. Like, it's like a. It's, I want to like say a gather looking thing. Yeah. Yeah. You seen that over there before? Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that something that's normally there? She normally carries that? She always said in the drawer. I thought she used to be like cooking or meat or something like that. But okay. I ain't never seen it like in her person or nothing like that. I ain't never seen it. And now all your visits over there, even though you're visiting, I'm sure you mm-hmm. booty call type visits. Mm-hmm. And you've never seen her with a gun before? Nope. So she used to always tell me about it. And you didn't see the gun tonight? Until I seen her until, uh, the only time I seen that gun is when she was laying over it. When I went to turn her over to see if she got shot and she was bleeding out her mouth and the gun was sitting right there. As if she was... Do you think she... That while she was running back to the bed to get the gun, or...? I didn't even see her getting no gun out, honestly. Was the room still dark? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't even see her getting no gun out. When she's shot, she's sitting She's sitting in the bed like you're sitting in the bed. In other words, when she her back is up against the, the, the wall. wall. And she was facing towards the door. Is her hands in the air, or can you see her hands? Mm-mm. I didn't see no hands go up. Okay. She was sitting up just like that. Okay. She was screaming. I'm trying to picture that bedroom. This would be the wall that the headboard is on, the wall behind you. Mm-hmm. Let's say for sake of conversation, this table is the bed. This is the gap between the other wall and the bed. This is where she's found, and the dresser's here. You're saying that she's right here on this side of the bed, and you're on... Repeat, no, repeat the whole setup now. Okay. Let's just say for the sake of conversation, that's the back wall right there. Uh, the bed, the bed okay. going, okay, right. this wall, the bed wall. This is the headboard of the bed where you're sitting. Okay. Okay. This is the gap between, because there's a gap between mm-hmm. the wall and the bed. This, this gap right here simulates that gap in the room. Mm-hmm. I will be sitting in the entrance to the room. Correct? Okay. Follow me so far. Okay. She's laying, with the table being the bed, she's laying right here where my partner is. Right by the dresser. Right by the dresser. Mm-hmm. Okay. She on the same side with the dresser and the TV on. Okay. And you're laying on this side of the bed. Correct. She's over here. Y'all laying in the bed watching TV. She, we were asleep. We were asleep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then you hear that y'all both awakened by this noise. Yes. Okay. You, she, she just instantly jumps up. She just jumped up, like, and then she gave me this look, like, you heard that? Like, seeing if I was up, like, as if I heard it. Mm-hmm. And, and she didn't say nothing. She, just she didn't mention me. grabbing a gun or anything. Nope. You didn't mention, as a man, you didn't mention that you didn't think to go with her or anything. You hear noise, and you just lay there and let her go check I it out. I just said that. I mean, me, honestly, I'm st- I was scared. I felt like I was just hoping I heard something. I was just hoping I was hearing things, to tell you the truth. I was just hoping I was hearing things. Okay. Now, you land in the bed. She gets up. You don't see her grab anything or anything I like that? I didn't see her grab nothing. Okay. And she makes her way around the bed to and the door. And walked out the room. She walked out of the room? And to see it as if she about to answer the door by the time, or well, see who was at the door. But by the time, by that time, she was walking her way back in the room. She No, matter of fact, she ran back in the room, and the boy ran back out there saying, freeze. Then she jumped back on the bed and started screaming. This boy ever say anything to you? I ain't never seen him before. No. Does he say oh, anything to you time? while he's in the no, house? No, he didn't even say nothing. He didn't even shoot me. Did he look at you? Yes, he looked dead in my face. Did, and he, then point, did he point a gun at you? Nope. Could you remember what he looked like if you saw him again? Did you know? I didn't remember he had a bandana on his face. And he was kind of about chubby. He was like 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, but kind of like... You described him to us earlier. The the gun. Describe that to me again. 
It was like a, it was black. It was like it could have been like the kind that had like like chamber the part like revolver. Revolver. Mm-hmm. Like the kind of one of them guns. Okay. I don't hear it went off one time. Okay. As far as you know, she never shot. She ain't shoot nothing. Okay. All right. Sit tight. Are you okay right now? I'm fine. All right. We'll be back in a little bit. All right. All right. Did y'all call my mom and let her know? While the two men were being interviewed at the station, evidence technicians were working the scene. The front door showed signs of forced entry. The door jamb was intact, but the door itself was split lengthwise along the locking mechanism, and pieces of that mechanism were found on the floor nearby. The deadbolt didn't appear to have been engaged when the door was forced open because it remained intact. The doorknob was swabbed for DNA and processed for prints, although the print check was met with negative results. And I want to pause here and mention one thing that I see people assuming all the time, or just plain getting wrong. Just because police weren't able to lift any usable prints doesn't mean that there were not any prints at all. It can mean that there were none, although in those cases you generally see the report reflecting that sometimes saying that the item appeared to be wiped down. But we can't ever assume that something was wiped down and had no prints at all, unless the report actually says that. I've noticed recently on a couple different podcasts where people make an inference that an item must have been wiped down because they learned that the print check was met with negative results. So that's an important distinction. What was described only as a large dagger was located in the left side of the kitchen sink along with some other dishes, although nowhere in the report does it mention having blood on it, nor did Jessica have any stab wounds. As you heard in Michael's interview, he was aware of a dagger-like knife in the house that he just assumed was for kitchen-related stuff. So I think we can rule out that item being brought by the perpetrators. Mike, hmm. when you guys, you guys, we were listening to 911 call, you guys had to find the address... Yes. Uh, address. How'd, how'd, you, how'd you figure out the address? We had to look on it. We had to walk all up front. Then we had to look for her mail. Where'd you look for the mail at? To there, in the drawer. What drawer? In some drawer in the kitchen. But I don't know if he. Had, I don't know if he found it. But I know I had walked back in to get my shoes. But he, I know he, I remember looking him looking in that drawer in the kitchen. Okay. Right. Then he then he walked up front like with a mailbox and stuff. Be it. Right. Right. Okay. The back door to the residence was in the kitchen and police noticed that it had been nailed shut from the inside. They would later learn that Jessica had reported someone tried to break in that door a month before. Police responded to the scene and found nothing, but the incident scared Jessica enough to nail the door shut. The small house had two bedrooms. One was a child's bedroom, her sister's, and the television was on in her sister's room when law enforcement arrived. Jessica's sister had stayed the night elsewhere because Jessica had planned to have her friends over. This, according to Bridget Murphy's reporting in the Florida Times Union. A dim orange light provided the only illumination in the master bedroom, and this is where they found Jessica Green, on the floor between the king-sized bed and the dresser, wearing pink and ivory pajama pants and a black t-shirt. There was a handgun on the floor by her right shoulder, and an unknown caliber projectile sat on the nearby dresser. The handgun was a 9mm semi-automatic Taurus with one live 9mm round in the chamber and one live round in the magazine. They found the safety was engaged. Evidence technicians observed blood on the bedroom wall above the closet, on the closet door, the molding, and on the ceiling above this area. Swabs were taken after a positive reaction from a presumptive blood test. In the second bedroom where the TV was on, they found and took into evidence a fast food Popeye's drink cup, as well as a liquor bottle. Both were swabbed for DNA. Family members began to show up at the house just after 8 a.m., and detectives met with Vicki and Ralph Green, Jessica's mother and grandfather. Also present was Pamela Simmons, the mother of Antoine Simmons, who was Jessica's boyfriend. At the time, her boyfriend was in jail on domestic battery charges, stemming from one of multiple violent encounters that he had had with Jessica in the past, 
This last one occurred only about a month earlier. So, the boyfriend who had been violent with Jessica on multiple occasions and lived with her at that address had been in custody at the time she was murdered. And five days after he was arrested, someone had tried to kick in her back door, the one that she had then nailed shut. I can only imagine how tense this encounter was. The mother of the victim, who learned her daughter was murdered only minutes earlier, along with the mother of the abusive boyfriend, who was currently incarcerated. Vicky spoke right up and told detectives that Jessica and Antoine had a violent relationship. She said that she had spoken to her daughter around 10 p.m. the previous night, about four hours before the murder, and at that time Jessica said she was hanging out with a friend named Shakita and two other males, one of them named Mike. Detectives asked Antoine's mother if he sold drugs. She refused to answer, although his record indicates that he did, in fact, have one charge of possession with the intent to sell prior to this incident, along with the multiple assaults against Jessica. Back at the station, detectives did a record check on Antoine. They learned of three other incidents where Jessica reported being battered by him, and that his arrest the month earlier was because he had been given probation on a previous charge of selling cocaine, and so when he was subsequently arrested on the battery charge, he had violated his probation. Essentially, Jessica's last report on her boyfriend was why he was cooling his heels in jail the night she was murdered. So he couldn't have done it, but police had to figure out whether someone may have done it for him. The first thing that stood out to me as odd about this scene was that two men break into a home, shoot one person, the female, but don't even shoot at her male companion. It sounds like it surprised Michael, too. Only one shot was fired. That could indicate that Jessica was the target. But someone who's okay with walking in and killing one person, why wouldn't they shoot the other? Once you kill one person, the rest are just numbers. When police spoke with her friend Shakita later that afternoon, she told them she had known Jessica since the sixth grade and confirmed that they had been hanging out with Sedale and Michael the day before. She said she left Jessica's house sometime between 11 and midnight and that Sedale had called her after the shooting, but she didn't answer. He left a voicemail that she didn't get until about 6 a.m. the next morning. The message said, You need to get over here. Jessica just got shot. Shakita was also aware that Jessica had a gun, and she said she slept with it under her pillow. One final note of interest was that when she left Jessica's that night, Shakita said that she saw a brown or gray pickup truck pull off of Hollinghead Lane. And she thought that was odd because the road that she lived on wasn't frequently traveled. In fact, there are only a few houses down Hollinghead Lane. In the next episode, you'll hear Sedale's interview. Stay tuned. <laughs>